I mean, I can do the 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 health one. Okay. Uh, the mental health. Normally, one. normally you lead the. Okay, I'm gonna try that again. Normally, you lead these things. So the idea that I have to lead like <laughs> questions is like, how this, how the fuck is this gonna work? Um, you got it. You got it. <laughs> okay, Jonathan. This will be, be a test to see if. Let's just like try and do this one take, like no edits, <laughs> just like intro to outro all the way through. All right. You're going to intro to outro all the way through? Intro to outro all the way through, Jonathan. I'm telling you, straight shot. Nobody's doing any work this week. So you want to do the intro right now? Yeah, I think I think we could do this. <laughs> just just a straight conversation, Jonathan. I think we're ready. This is going to be like huge if we can pull it off. I think we can because it's if just a conversation, can, Jonathan. If we can with me in this like head zone because i'm like i'm like a little dehydrated a little run down with heat I, I got this setup where i'm holding the mic if we can do it in this setting it'll be huge or if i at least if i can do it I, we I can, can do it in this setting. i believe all right let's go for it okay. then. <clears throat> oh wait before we start before we start are we doing 30 minutes doing 40 minutes 50 minutes an hour Honestly, I'd say like at minimum, like let's do like at least 25 and then like okay. anything after that, like if we're still talking, keep it going. Okay, but this week is going to be a real, it's going to be a real okay. short, sweet little conversation that we're going to upload. We're going to okay. tell people what's going on. Okay. Try and get to 25 minutes. Anything else after that is, is bonus. All right. I'm down yeah. with it. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Welcome back to the BS in Life podcast where we talk about life beyond your degree. Uh, if you're new here. Please like, comment, and subscribe. We'd love to see you here again next week. This week is going to be a little bit of a different kind of episode. Uh, John is moving to Washington for school, which is really exciting, which means mm -hmm. we are not recording on our usual day and we don't have as much time as we usually do. So we're going to just go ahead and do a straight conversation about mental health and sports. And uh, we're shooting for no edits. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump right into it, John. Yeah, let's do it. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's do, let me do this. We can do this. Let's go. <laughs> I don't even know how to start. How, like how to start this conversation, other than like the question I just asked you. Like, have you ever been sad? Like you said, you, you dealt with depression after track ended. I think so. I think so. I mean, I don't want to like jump the gun because I don't want to. I don't know, but mm -hmm. I was definitely sad more often than I usually am. So I mean, like, I don't know if that classifies as depression. But I definitely was like not straight for about a year. <laughs> for a year. It was probably like it was probably like a year. Yeah, probably a solid year for a many, 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 many reasons. But yeah, probably a solid year where I was like not right completely. Yeah, I think so. Was it? But, I, but then again, I don't know what is like what is what does it count? When does it count as depression? I don't know that. It's okay. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not um like even kind of qualified to give this kind of advice but like <laughs> you know you know like yeah like you know like i i would describe it as like just like you feel like eeyore all the time is like how it feels like are there any like spurts of like not sad within oh your, yeah like, depressive sure. episode? okay mm -hmm. okay yeah then i can maybe. talk about what it was like you'll you'll, you'll hear. Oh. 
okay okay we'll get into that um was it like for you was it like track ending or was it just that it didn't end the way you wanted it to uh didn't end the way well no it was two things so it wasn't so much track ending because with throwing like i always told like so this was it for throwing i always told myself like if i even if i don't do what i want to do if i ever like want to throw it's not like i need a like football team i don't need a basketball team or whatever i can just go get my shot go get my disc go get my hammer i have my glove i have my shoes and go throw you know i don't need anybody i just need a ring which you can get at like a high school like or you don't even need a ring you need just like some concrete and you can go throw onto a field um and so i was like whatever i can just compete in the, uh, compete unattached and be fine but i think it was not so much track ending but it was how it ended and then what that ending meant for me like athletically like it wasn't just like done like with a team or with a school or whatever it was like you're done like you can't throw like <laughs> you're at least for right now like you're 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 kind of vetoed and i think the biggest thing was not that i couldn't throw i was already one thing but like two and three was like i had all these different like athletic avenues i could go in like if you look at throwers they're usually pretty big they're usually pretty strong pretty athletic um, and so they usually go into weightlifting, weightlifting, powerlifting, whatever. And so I had like a lot of good connections by being in track. I used to go into, I used to go to powerlifting meets. I used to go to weightlifting meets. I used to go to, even, I even wanted to go to a few bodybuilding shows, but I never got to go, but I knew bodybuilding coaches. I knew weightlifting coaches, powerlifting coaches. And they're all like, Oh, John, you're so strong. Like come, come lift with us, blah, blah, blah. blah. And I was always like, yeah, yeah. After I, I can't do it now. But then after I was like done, I was like, man. Like I can't do any of that. And that, I think that was the biggest thing. So I was like, Oh, I can go into all these different things and like use my strength. Cause I have all this strength and all this, I'm big and strong, whatever. And then when I couldn't use it, I was like, Oh, this is real. Like not only is track done, but all these other stuff that I thought I could do, I can't do it. Which was like that. I think that was the biggest thing. So if you're new here or if you don't know John very well, um, about at the peak of track season, his senior year, he suffered a back injury that pretty much took him out for the rest of the season. I think yeah. he competed a few more times, but it wasn't, it wasn't even kind of close to like what you were doing. <laughs> so. Um, so that was, that's what he's talking about is he yeah. suffered a back injury. And that was, that was, what, what year we were in? We're in 2020. 2019, 2018, 2018, 2018. Yeah, it was, I mean, I've had back injuries before, which a lot of throwers will tell you like, Oh, I had, I had my back or my back and people have had back injuries before and I've had a few. But it's usually like ice it, heat it, do something, rest for a couple of days, and you're you're pretty much good to go. But like when I heard it this time, I was like, no, like it's it's legit. And so I kind of knew, I kind of knew instantly. I was like, yeah, it's a wrap. But anyway, yeah, I hurt my back. I hurt my back. Literally, like probably it was like the the midpoint, right? Probably like either yeah, the like right at the peak, like, like right, right as peak. things are turning around. Yeah. yeah and i heard it and i was out and yeah i came back i mean like what am i gonna do it was my last season so i was like trying to get back as fast as you can which yeah. i don't regret but whatever is that like the only like real like issue you had like mentally like going through were you like pretty solid mostly? no i mean yeah i mean i'm I, the reason i like track was because i didn't have to worry about anybody else like if you've listened to any of these past episodes you know i'm more of like a like leave me alone not leave me alone but like i can do it myself i can do it myself 
I, if you want to offer me help, sure. But I don't want you to, I don't want, I don't need your help. I don't want to have to need your help, which always, which bites me in the butt a lot, but that's just kind of how I, how I operate. So it was, it was not so much like tracks done. It was like not the avenues I could take. And there's, I mean, there's more to it. I guess like the biggest thing was like when you get hurt like that, you want someone and, and, and it's not like, it's not like my junior year, my sophomore year where I lose a few meets the rest of the season and you can just like turn around the next year or something. When you, when I got hurt, it was like the pinnacle of my season. All these other avenues are gone. These coaches, I, I mean, if I were to like message them, they'd be, Oh, John, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. But like, I probably can't go into those avenues. At least I don't think so. And so I wanted like someone to blame like bad. Like you mm-hmm. think about it at that point, you're like, you want to, well, one, you want to know why it happened. And then two, you want to blame somebody because you're like, who owes me like help? Who owes mm-hmm. me, who owes me my, I don't know, something to make it better. But then when you do blame someone, cause I blamed a few people, it's like you sit there and you're like, well, I'm still hurt and I can't, still can't do anything. And now I'm just mad. <laughs> and so it's like, it, it was like it was useless i was like no well now i'm mad i'm still mad i'm still hurt like what, what is the point so i guess that was it too it was like dealing with wanting to blame somebody blaming them and then realizing well it it doesn't it just doesn't solve anything so i think those were the biggest ones did you feel like you could like reach out or like tell someone that you like were upset or like did you talk to nay about it or like oh yeah how did you deal I, with it i think the biggest the two people who know the most i mean i, I mean i remember i ranted to brie one time so brie might know a little bit um and then here and there to matt and like my my roommates but like the the people who don't who knows the extent to which this like bothered me was either alexis or what, what is her title the or athletic, uh, academic coordinator advisor. Academic, academic coordinator yeah. um one of the assistant athletic directors yeah assistant athletic director her and then they like they, they they know like the depth to which it like cut because it's like you like it affected everything because it's not just like it's not it's again it's not even like my season's cut short it's not even like i can't go into these avenues it's like i identified as like a strong strength athlete for four or five years, six years, seven, no, ever since high school, eight years, I identified as like the strong dude who's like a badass. Like I walk into the gym, I'm either bigger than you or I'm stronger than you. Most gyms, if you go to a powerlifting gym, obviously not, but like most like recreation centers, I'm either bigger than you and I'm, or I'm stronger than you. It's one of the two or both of them. And it's like, I, t- I took my confidence from that everywhere, Yeah. which when that was gone, I mean, Nay knows and, and Alexis knows, like, it was like everything. Except that it wasn't even, like, re- related to strength. I would be, like, doubting myself. So, those were, they, they're probably the two that know the deepest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get, I get the identity thing. So, like, my mental health issues with track came from a totally different thing. So, um, the like a few months before the start of track or like actually right before indoor season, actually. Yeah. Um, grades came out for the fall quarter of 2017. And what had happened was 
I took two electives and one major class and I failed that one major class. And because I came from a junior college, all of the credits I had were basically labeled as electives. They didn't count as major courses. So instead of getting credit for the electives I had, they were basically like, I had too many electives, it didn't count. And I was ineligible because of progress towards degree, which is like um, one of the eligibility requirements you have to keep to like be in track. You have to like make a certain amount of progress towards your degree every year. And so, yeah, so I was ineligible. And at that same time, because my grades were bad, my parents basically cut me off and my grades are bad. So like, not only was I not an athlete, I wasn't smart and I had no money. Like I had no fucking money (laughs) and it started to get bad. I was like, I don't know who I am anymore. Like I, I like remember just like sinking into this like Eeyore place Mm, and I like had no one to talk to about it. And I didn't want to like say anything to the track people because I was like super embarrassed that I was ineligible. Like that, that, that is so embarrassing and then I like couldn't talk to my roommates about it because like they really just did not understand mm-hmm. athletics or like anything. They're like, so hey, so you can't throw, like whatever. Like, and I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah and then, yeah, at one point I remember crying in the bathroom outside of the weight room because I was like within 12 hours of being evicted from my apartment. And coach is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm sorry. And like, I literally just like, I tried to pull it together and I was just like losing it in the weight room and it was the worst. So no, that was like what I, yeah. I dealt with. And I like, there's like that. no one to talk to about it. Cause like, yeah, nobody gets what it's like to like have your like stuff taken away from you. And like, like you said, you were looking for someone to blame. Like I, I did fail a class, but like my GPA was still over the thing. Like I, I was so upset that like because I came from a junior college, that's literally the reason I couldn't throw. And I, I was really, really fucking pissed about it. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was the just thing the is worse. Like, like when you when you're trying to blame something or someone, it's like it's so what is it, provocative in the sense that like it you think like if you actually even if the person is to blame, like say they are the actual reason why you're in your position, like you ineligible, me hurt. It's like even if you're like, okay, I, yeah they're that that's their fault it's like okay well what now like you're still like you're still in your position still that you throw. are still can't yeah. throw like what did, what did you do <laughs> it did nothing you know but like, and i yeah, never but, thought go, no, ahead. Go, go, go ahead i never thought that i was like that wrapped up and like oh i'm an athlete or like oh i'm like super like they like the identity of it mm. but then like when i lost it i was like oh no like that is that is like one of my personality traits and like I'm very much like that. You know, no, and it yeah, really caught me off guard. It's weird because it's like when I always thought like the athletics was I, my my issue was my my athletics confidence never like tra- I always thought it never transferred to the classroom. Like for the first two two ish years, I think, I'd say two ish years, I wasn't as confident in myself in the classroom as I was on the track. Just because I thought like I don't I don't even know I thought like it just didn't transfer or whatever. I don't know what it was, but then, so like this, this like strength identity that I had, I was like, well, this is just for track when I throw or whatever. I, I like feeling strong, but it's like when it's gone, it's like, it, it was everything. It was like, you think everybody's yeah. looking at you like you're ineligible or like you can't, 
you can't you're you're not strong you're not big and strong or something it's it's weird because it's like oh, i didn't know it was yeah. like everything that i like i identified with yeah what's weird though is i thought i thought when it was over it was gonna hit me like harder than it did and like it really it didn't like i think mm-hmm. when my, my last season ended like i i was sad but like i wasn't like as sad i don't know I was, like, basically ready to let it go. I think I got got really lucky because, like, 180 was always the number for me. I was, like, if Mm -hmm. I could hit 180, like, that's it. And I hit it during my season, and I was, like, well, okay. Like, (laughs) I I can walk away from that and be, like, okay, I did it. But then, like, yeah, I think it didn't hit me until, like, a year later when I, like, started trying to, like, work out again or, like, find something that was, like, fun to do athletically. I was, like, oh. Like working out by yourself sucks. <laughs> I was like, I miss, I miss my weight room. Like I used to hate weights and like now I miss the fucking weight room and like yeah. Drew blasting country music and Brie like screaming <laughs> in my face to get up. Like, yeah, it's, it's really weird to like not have that. That's, yeah. I guess that's what I missed. I miss like my team, not like the sport itself. Yeah. I mean, I can kind of get down with that. I mean, I, I personally never, I mean, I did, I did really enjoy the team aspect and I don't think I took full advantage of that until my, I got hurt, unfortunately, which is, you know, what, what is the word? It's like the, the, what is it like, what, what am I trying to say? The, the shining light of what happened or whatever. Oh, It's like, I, I realized like, okay, well my season is, is basically done. Like I remember, I remember after I got hurt, I tried throwing shot. Like, I think it was like two weeks later my back was just like messed up and I was like, yeah, like it, it, I'm done. So I was like, well, I remember at this point, I don't know if Coach is ever going to listen to this. She, she, Coach was like on one for some reason. She was like not happy. She was coming to, to practice with like a super negative attitude for some reason. I don't know what it was. She was going through something. I don't know what it was. And, but it was like coming into practice. And I remember one time I was like, well, I mean, I can help my teammates. Cause I, I mean, I was with Coach for what, four years at this point. So I know how to like deal when coaches in those moods. And so I remember one time, I don't know if any of the listeners have ever watched Dragon Ball Z, but whenever she would bring that like negative energy, I'd put my hands with my head. Like I'm giving a Genki Dama or a spirit bomb, like Goku. <laughs> you and Evie. And I was like, <laughs> give me your energy. And I'd like try and give them some positive vibes and I don't know, stuff like that. Like try and help my teammates, which I, I hope it helped. But, and it's, it's a little unfortunate that it took me getting halfway to like, I'm almost done with my career to like embrace the team aspect. But I don't think I, I don't know if I'd say I regret it. Just cause like I said, like, I was always like, look, I'm going to do me. If you want to do you, that's cool. But I, I honestly could probably care less. <laughs> like, I'd always say, like, like, people might not agree, but I don't even care. It's like, I would always say, if I'm going to a meet, I need my mom and my coach. If my mom's not there. Okay, my coach is there. If my coach isn't even there. Well, I know what she's taught me, and I, I can execute because I, I, I listen to what she says. So it's like, my teammates are there. That's cool. But, like, honestly, I don't care. If, like, my if, if uh, cool. there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, fans there, like, That'd be great, but like honestly, like as long as I have myself, my shot, my shoes, like, and some chalk, I don't know. I don't. I really don't need anything else. So I mean, honestly, I thought the same thing because like my first year on the team, I didn't have <laughs> friends on the team, uh, and I thought that was fine. I was like, it's fine, whatever. I'm throwing by myself. Like I don't need to have like friends. And then when I actually like gave a shit and like participated in the team i threw way fucking better and it was like actually fun to go to practice and get harassed by coach 
so uh yeah i didn't it really it really does make a difference like having everybody it's like collective trauma something about it brings you together yeah i know i know some people kind of like like to bring that like team sport aspect to this sport which it doesn't it doesn't hurt like i'm not saying it hurts like i'm not saying having teammates fans whatever there is like a detriment like it's definitely not but like when you're when my thought process is is like what you eat doesn't make me shit like (laughs) especially in this sport like i don't have to rely on you to be my lead blocker like as ali i don't have to rely on you to give me a good pass down the field or or you know what i mean like none of that matters like it's i have to even like coach like coach can tell me everything to do she can tell me i need to do this this that and the other thing at the end of the day i have to do it at the end of the day i have to execute i have to throw whatever it is to throw and like there's a lot of empowerment in that because like if i go to the weight room like we have lifting or something and i'm the only one there like it's easy for everybody to be like oh john aren't you so mad but i was like i I truly probably could care less like (laughs) i do not care like i don't know why and i think that's a i mean for me i love that that's why i love track because being with nay like she was she she played soccer at uci and she always (laughs) would have just stories of like just nonsense going on (laughs) nonsense and i'm like i i cannot relate just because like i just (laughs) if i have my workout and i have some some good music or i have my shot i have the weights like i'm in my zone like it, it doesn't matter to me but but back to the um what were you saying about back to the not the blame but like asking somebody so like when i hurt my back like i i it was like, it was weird because what, Milo's his name. Yeah. I remember I wanted to talk to Milo. I did because I knew something was up, but I just, I don't know why I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I remember I messaged, I emailed him once. He's the, he's the team psychologist. Um, I don't know if he's like the team. I, I know he's like a school psychologist. I don't know if he's like an athletic and now he is, but he wasn't, I don't think he was when we were throwing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, w- I remember I emailed him, but he said he can't, he obviously can't discuss anything over like an unsecured network or line or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I just, I didn't want to go talk to him. I didn't, I don't know why, what it was, but I definitely knew something was wrong. I, ironically, ironically, the person who was like, I mean, obviously besides nay and and uh alexis was uh someone a person who nobody likes nobody likes this guy and he was probably the most involved with my process mentally and physically and that was dr jim plumer which nobody at, i mean well i don't know about now is he still there great question for Bree. <laughs> well i don't know if he's still there but he was the head athletic trainer at UCI. I think so, yeah. He wasn't my trainer. My trainer was Eric. 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 Yeah. Well, I've had a few, but Eric. Which who was he was a few. He was <laughs> he was he was great. He did he did awesome. But um Eric left uh at the end of our season. And so it was just me. And I remember one time I was trying to do everything I could. I mean, I still like I dive d- deep into what's wrong with my back and all that. But everybody who I thought was going to really, I mean, a lot of people were there. Like I'm not saying people weren't there, but a lot of people who I thought were going to offer more aid than they did kind of didn't. It was kind of more like, well, you're done now. You're not an athlete here. So 
by. And I was kind of like, okay, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But the person who, remember one time, one day, I can't, I'll never forget this day. I, I was trying to work out, my back flared up again in the set. So I go to the training room and Jim's there with, I think one other person. And he's doing a lot of work. He's like filing papers and he's, he's like, it look, he looks like he's real busy, but I'm in it and I'm de- desperate. And he's not a very nice guy. Like if he's not cool with you, if he's not down with you, I wouldn't talk to him just cause he's not very nice. And he liked me for some reason. I don't know. I just, I talked to him and uh, mm. so I went to him. I was like, Jim, like, I really need help with my back. Like, it's not feeling good. Like, can you please help me? And he's like, yeah, give me five minutes. He literally put everything he had, he put everything he was doing away. He had a ton of papers out. Like, he looked like he was real busy. And he was like, come to my office, came to his office. He spent an hour and a half listening to the entire details of like the events leading up to my back injury. Cause I had two instances where the second one where it really went out and the first one, like precluding it. So he like spent like an hour and a half of me detailing what happened up until that point of it hurting. And then all my symptoms, what I've been doing, how long it's been, yada, yada, yada. Then he spent another hour with me rehabbing it, showing me rehab, what to do, blah, 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 blah. And this was like, I don't remember what time this was, but it was like late in the day, like four or five or six. And I was like, you, I can't explain how, like, after all these other people, who a lot of them were great to me. I'm not holding it against them, but I was like wanting, I need, at this point I needed help. And all these people who I thought were going to like come to help me, they kind of were like, well, you're, you're kind of done. So you don't have to worry about it. And I was kind of like, okay, I had never, I had barely ever talked to this trainer and he spent two, spent two and a half hours working with me. And then on top of that, I think it was like a week later, he had told me to go on walks X amount of days arms blah 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 and i was walking i was on one of those walks and he pulls over from his car and asks me how my back is doing and how the walks are doing and all that and i'm like oh man and so that's why like this particular person like nothing but good to me and so there's a lot of people who don't like him and i just look i can't relate i'm not condoning anything he's allegedly done or hasn't done but like look my experience nothing but like absolute positivity so he was like huge 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 so for me dealing with it I didn't want to reach out to a therapist or like deal with that. I like honestly had an issue like talking about anything. And the only person that knew really what was happening when I was ineligible was Mary. And that's just cause like she saw me like full zombie when I got home. Um, Wait, is this, is this the same time when you were applying to that one place and they didn't, they said no cause you had a D or no? Yeah. So that was right okay. after it was like all of these uh, things happening at the same time. Just like I, I was like, who the fuck am I? I'm not smart. I'm not an athlete. My parents hate me. I have no money. Like what the fuck is happening? And I just like, I was like, fuck. The second time it happened was like same time, like basically all of fall quarter, um, my last year. So like 2019, 2018. Yeah. Fall quarter, 2018. Or your fourth year. Yeah. My fifth year. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, it was like the worst I've ever felt and like the the people from like Kalinsky's Hope what was it they came and like they talked I don't know I wasn't there you weren't there for it it was like the opening athlete thing Uh and like they talked about like mental health and like because their son like committed suicide and he was Uh a football player and then after that like I don't remember what started it but like me Brie Evie and Barb all started going to like Laguna and like talking things out. And like, if things are bad, I'd be like, I need to go to Laguna. And they'd be like, okay. And like 
genuinely without those trips and like without them i don't think i could have gone through that quarter like it was mm-hmm. like the worst and also coach was like supremely understanding i didn't want to talk to her about it because like i really like she's such a like a bad bitch and i mean that in the nicest way like <laughs> yeah i really just thought she was not gonna get it like she was not gonna care and like there were so many days that quarter where i was like coach i can't like i can't come to practice today like i can't get out of bed like i like i'm not okay and she's like it's fine or like i remember one day i was taking a shower before study table and like it just got so bad i sat in one of those cubbies in the locker room and cried for two hours and i called alexis and i was like i can't go into study table and she's like it's fine like don't, don't go like it's okay mm. And I like literally walked home in the dark and it was like, yeah. So like Alexis coach and like EB Barb and Brie, like the only reason I got through that quarter. But it was like, I mean, sorry, keep going. Oh, I just like, like, I like loved that. Like we were talking about it and like Barb was talking about like her struggles and like EB was talking about like the shit she was going through and Brie like was like nice. Like we were all kind of like Mm. fucking talking about it. Yeah. I mean, Nay, and that's the thing with Coach too. Nay always says how she's so afraid of her. And I'm like, look, like, that's just what, how she wants to come off against people who don't know her. Like, if you don't know her, she has her sunglasses on, she has her hat on, she has a scowl on her face. Like, do not come up to her. I remember my freshman year, my rule was don't look her in the eyes. So, like, one, like, don't look at her and, and then don't speak to her unless she speaks to you first. Like, because <laughs> she was like with it, like, she was going to come with it. Like, not very nice. <laughs> but, like, the thing is, I remember. What is this? My fresh? It was my freshman year. I think it was my halfway through my freshman year. I got into trouble because of uh, uh, some substances that people under the age of twenty-one can't have. <laughs> yeah, it was. I had a guy, so I got in trouble, right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god! Like, I'm not even really upset that I got in trouble with the the, the team in general. I'm upset because I don't want to go in coach's office and face her, just because I thought she was gonna absolutely like rip me. Because I'm like, I'm like the kid who like. I come in and I'm like working hard every day. And so like for me to mess up, it's like, oh man, like I messed up. And so I remember I was walking there and I was just sweating bullets. Like, oh my God. And I walk in and I don't actually, I don't know if I should say this. <laughs> this is probably fine. She was like, I walk in she's like, look, you can't, like I, if you do drink, like one, you probably shouldn't cause you're not 21. Two, why would I, why would you let these other people know? Blah, blah, blah. And she was like super understanding, not in a way of like, like be sneaky next time. It's like, stop being stupid. Like, yeah, if you're like going to do mom. stupid stuff, like a mom, exactly. And that's when I was like, yeah, coach is with it. A coach is a real one. So I, it was like my freshman year. And so that's when I knew, like, coach, she's, she's going to yell at you, but she's also going to call you into her office and be like, what's wrong? Like, what do you need to do? Yeah, so. my first year, I was like, don't look her in the eyes. Like, <laughs> don't feed her after midnight. Like, <laughs> like, r- like real scared. Um, but, like, the second year she was – your last year, it was like a really, like – different coach mm-hmm. yeah she was a lot like she wasn't i mean one she she had kids so i mean people yeah. always say kids make you soft i'm gonna be real she got soft after she had kids she would come Thank to the God. track and just yell without even like seeing anything but so she did get like a lot softer what have having kids but two the team we had was like i go it was one it, we were we had a lot of great athletes and then two there was well i don't know about well, yeah, I think there was like notably less than usual drama that comes with like having a big team. I think there's always going to have some like amount of that, but I think the throwers were usually her rider dies. Like we were like her unit, and I, I don't know if it's still true, but I think I think we were her favorite group. Like that 2000 and 
2017, 2018 group. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, coach. I mean, at the end, that was it was a good team. Like she I mean, yeah, yelled at us say, and stuff, but like she came from like, I don't know. It was like she'd yell at us and then she'd and like, know, like make jokes and like yeah. we'd all talk and it was like really chill. I don't know. Yeah. I it mean, was, it was a good vibe. Uh, again, and like again, when I like earlier, I say like, oh, I don't need teammates. Like, look, a good te- a good teammate atmosphere and good teammates are not a detriment. Like, I remember we'd always go to my house on Sundays and have breakfast. Like, it's that stuff yeah. is very good. I mean, like just in the immediate aspect of like being on the track. Like, look, I off the track. If you want to come talk to me, if you need help, like I'm always gonna try and be there. But like, why would I like? I don't. I don't need you. I don't need you there on the track. I just. I don't. Cause like, I don't want to outsource that neediness to somebody else. That's just, that's just me. Like I don't want to, I don't have to have my performance depend on what you do. So it's like, you need help. If you want me to be there, I'm going to be there. And we can have like these bonding experiences, which are great. But like on the track, if you're not with it, look, I don't, I could care less. Like I, I just don't care. So that's, I mean, that's, I just want to keep on drilling that. Like teammates are great. And like, they definitely help. But like performance wise, I was always like, look, shrug, you're not here. Okay, maybe maybe try and make it next time. <laughs> okay, I have a question, and I feel like I already know the answer to it because I know how you feel. Like I'm not an athlete; I'm not going to sit with the athletes. Mur, mur, mur. <laughs> um, but I had this experience after track, and I I don't know if it was just me, but like literally my whole life, like starting in fourth grade, I was like, I'm gonna play D1 sports. Originally, I thought it was gonna be volleyball. Then the height didn't quite kick in like I thought it was. So then it wasn't volleyball. But like, I was like, I'm going to play D1 sports. And like, it was all I wanted, like until I got to college. And then I graduated. And now it's like, well, yeah, okay, I did it. Like, <laughs> like I thought I, I like, I wanted it to be like, I wanted it my whole life. And then I did it. And now I'm like, well, like, I can't really talk about that anymore. Because it's kind of weird. So, okay, like, close the book. It's like, I mean, it's so weird. I like, I feel yeah. like it's not as big of a deal. I thought well, it was going to be like this thing. I think honestly, I've been, I was a little, I don't want to say jaded, but my like vision going into to a division one college for athletics, it was like all these people at my school who had gotten recruited. I don't know if anybody listening knows. Well, they probably don't know. If you're a thrower, you probably know Nicholas Garvelis. He went to the Olympics 2016. He was my teammate. Uh, my, he was a senior when I was a freshman. His sister was my training partner, so she throws for Greece. So, like, I had, like, these – I knew these individuals who went to Division One sports who were, like, astronomically gifted athletes. Not only gifted athletes, but they worked, like, harder, harder than anybody I know. So, like, I had this vision of, like, if you want to be a Division One athlete, you have to work your, your ass off. And if you're not going to work your ass off, you're not going to make it, and you're going to suck, and you're not going to get there. But then when I got there, which – my, like mind you it's like we're a mid-major you should have a mid-major college I was kind of like there's a very very small like I'm be real I'm, based on what I saw I was like there is a small portion of these athletes who who genuinely work very very hard a lot of them are just very very gifted and they came here and the coaches are trying to like like coach always says I'm trying to find the diamonds in the rough I'm trying to find the, the ones who I, I gotta like sh- spit shine them get them get them working but like, I always thought it was like, you're going to be here. The prerequisite is working hard. Like if, if you don't work hard, you, you're not going to be here at all. And when I got there and I was kind of like, well, yeah, there's, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's an enormous amount of athletes who are more, get more talented than me and like more athletic than me. But like, 
in terms of actual raw work ethic, I was like, it's just, I just don't see it. I just did not. And I'm be, that might be, obviously I'm biased because I'm me, but I'm like, look, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. And again, that's not the prerequisite for performance. I mean, the, the goal is to perform. If you don't work hard, but you throw, but you throw super far or you like, you're the best basketball player on the court. It's like, well, like Dennis Rodman, did you watch Last Dance? Yeah, it was really good. Dennis Rodman going to Vegas and doing Hollywood, Hollywood lines like every other weekend. But he was a hard worker and, and performed amazing on the court. So it's like, well, can't say too it much. I mean, I mean, could you say maybe he could have been better? Maybe, but he also could have been worse because he couldn't blow off the steam, whatever. So you, you really can't say that. So it's like, you got to kind of just shrug and like, well, he, he did what he was supposed to do. So like, there's also that, but like, still like when I, when I go in and I look at like, terms of like actual raw work ethic i was like no nah, this this wasn't my picture because i was like everybody here is going to be on their p's and q's but i was like uh don't get me wrong there's hard workers everywhere but i was like it definitely i, I would say it was not it was not the majority of like my mental standard and my mental standard which i think coach knew was a little fucking crazy i was gonna say so, you have very high standards yeah when like <laughs> i think i think coach knew that too I like my mental standards were are like kind of high. They are high, so like I, I will say that too. But it's like, look, it's Division One athletics. Like, if you're not going to work hard, I'm. I'd be like, what? Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but then uh, back again. Like wh- when I graduated, I was kind of like, I wasn't happy to be done. But like again, like long ass days. Like I would have days where it's like six to seven hours worth of training and like rehab and stuff and it's like people say this stuff like oh i loved every second of it it's like no dude like it was hard like <laughs> it was hard very like, much training, i did not exact training if, if you're having like fun during the hard parts of training it's like you're not doing it right or your training's not hard enough because training is not is not fun at least for track i don't know about other sports like track you're doing the same thing over and 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 you're throwing heavy ass weights and you're lifting heavy ass weights and you're you're doing sprints sometimes and you're doing all this shit for six, seven. And it's like, like, did I get a lot from heavy squats? Yes. Did I enjoy every heavy squat I did? It's like, no, like it was not fun. <laughs> like, it's not like I'm like, Oh yeah, I want to do more. It's like, look, if I have to do it to get better, I'm going to do it obviously. But like, I did not look forward to it. <laughs> I did not enjoy it. I would it. say. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Yeah. So I give that 100% because looking back, all I remember, like, oh, I miss, I miss my team and like I miss competing. And then like you really start to think about it and you're like, I fucking hated going to practice sometimes. <laughs> like like there were, I, there were days I would be out there and I'd be like, you know what, just get through today. You can quit tomorrow. Like if you just get, you just get through today, we can quit tomorrow morning. It's going to be okay. Like I, you forget all the like uh-huh. the bullshit that just fucking sucked. There's a lot. And it's like, it's daily where it's like, there's stuff you don't want to do and there's times you want to go. And it's like, I feel like I completely was, blocked out Golden West. Like, that's not even in my memories. Oh, my God. I like, don't yeah, remember. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, too. That's what I, what I tell people. I'm like, it's literally like a repressed memory. Like, yeah. if, if you're listening you don't want, and you don't know what we're talking about, uh, 2017? Like, spring 2017? 2017, yeah. Uh, so, our, our hammer cage was under construction, quote, quote, unquote. And so, the, the, the athletic, one of the assistant athletic directors told us we had to practice, what is it like? 15 minutes away at a junior college, Golden West. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so because everybody's classes was already centered around our regular 
practice time, but we couldn't practice there at that time. We had to go at, what was it? We had to start practice at what, 7.30, 7.45? Seven. I think seven. seven. I think it was seven, yeah, because that class at nine. But we carpooled. Mm -hmm. So we had to be at the carpool area at like 6.15, 6.30. And that means getting up at like six. Yes. And I had a class that went until 10.30. And I shared an apartment with people who didn't sleep until two. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was, it was traumatic. And, Not to and, mention and it was it like was winter. I was so, going to say it was the middle of El Nino or something. Yes. And it, it just was, rained. It was literally El Nino or something like that. And it was like one day it was like literally hailing and storming. And I remember like <laughs> it was me, me and two of my teammates, Matt and Bree. And we're warming up and it's like the rain is coming sideways into our cheeks, like smacking us in the cheek. We're like, the coach isn't there yet because I had to get there early. So we're warming up. Like, there's no way. Like, I'm about to be swept up by this gust right here. Like, if coach gets here, like, and she sees this, like, she's going to cancel practice. And so we're drenched. And literally, right as coach is walking through the gates, the clouds part and the, and the, and the sun comes through. And, we're, and we're, <laughs> coach looks at us like, what, what's wrong? Like, you guys are ready to practice, right? So it's like, like those memories are like, I'm le- like legit, like, repressed because, oh, my God. Yeah. That was my good. favorite Golden West memory, Jonathan, I woke up. And I, I listened outside and it was hailing and like the rain was like real aggressive on the window. And I was like, no, no, there's no fucking way. And I looked at my phone and it was like one message, Coach Torelli. And I was like, fuck yeah. And I was like, I almost didn't even read it. And I almost went back to sleep. And I was like, oh, let me just see what she said. Nope. Bring extra socks. And it was like, bring extra socks. And I said, (laughs) I said, what? Yep. Like, huh the, yeah i really the, considered the, just saying i, I <laughs> slept through my alarm that day like i really got close because i was like there's no fucking way she's really gonna <laughs> bring extra clothes that was the deep like look if you're if we're throwing the only probably the only reason we're, we're stopping practice is if there's thunder and lightning or a tornado which we don't have tornadoes right those are the only two things you'd say thunder and lightning even then there was a day that we saw lightning from golden west and she's like eh, it was far that's, i'm like that's that's because I think someone, I think it was like Evie said it or something. She doesn't believe Evie. So it's like, but you, most of the time it's like lightning or thunder. It's like, pack it up. But we're not, if it's just raining hard, it's like, look, it's going to rain on me. You can start off the throw. So it's like, you still have to go through it. But I mean, I, I was never like, I, I think a lot of people kind of glorify working hard in the sense of like, people love it, but it's like, it's not fun. Like if your training is fun, it's not hard enough. And if it's, if it's like, like you can have joy and wanting to, like, I always, I love practice obviously because I wanted to go get better, but it wasn't like fun, like fun. Like there'd be so many squat workouts where I'm like, I have the butterflies in my stomach and I don't want to go. And you're like nervous because like you might, you might throw up, you might die. Like, (laughs) so I don't, I would not say it's fun, but I would say it's like, you're, I was always every, every, like, what, what is it? After the, the season, um, like. Uh, meeting we'd have with Banquet, coach whatever oh, oh the, the meeting. meeting the meeting i was always just grateful to be on the team because like my dream was always to compete in division one sports so it's like it's not the sense of like i was happy i i, I thought like because coach always said like oh you're you you can do it like aren't you isn't that enough? Or you work hard. Isn't that enough? It's like, no, like I want to, I, am I grateful? Of course, of course I'm grateful for this opportunity. Cause like not a lot of people get to do this or say they did this, but like the point was never to come. And like, I always said this with uh, friends and stuff, which they, they still don't get it. It's like, I was never there to come and like make friends. Like I was never there to come and like 
have a good time or like come and like have fun or enjoy the process. Like, no, I want to go and like kick ass, take names, like fuck shit up. And like, I think that's why I was so hard on myself going through. Cause I, I didn't fuck shit up, but it's like the, the point was never to go and like, just say I did it. Cause like, that's what participation, that's a participation trophy. That's one of the blankets they give you. It's like, I don't want, like, that's why my, what is it? The end of the year gift that we got. Mm-hmm. I, one, I didn't know we got a ring. I didn't ever got a ring. I ordered like, I got the plaque it. thing. I didn't know that was a thing. So I was like, I didn't get it, but I ordered this plaque thing because coach was like, get one. And I was like, oh my God. So I got this plaque thing and I left it in coach Perkins's office for like six months. And he called me. He's like, John, come get this fucking plaque right now. <laughs> and I was like, so I went and got it. But I was like, why, why do I want this? Like, it, I, I don't, I, not that I don't want it, but it's like, in my eyes, it was a participation trophy. If it wasn't for like some achievement or for a reason, it was a participation trophy. And I was like, I don't, I don't want it. What is this? And people would always say like, well, it's no, you worked hard. And it's like, you should always work hard. Like, why is that? Like, a, why am I getting a cookie for working hard? Like, that doesn't make any sense in my mind. I'm like, okay, I worked hard. What, you should always work hard. What is, what is the, 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 the best thing in that? I'm like, I don't, I don't see it. I never saw it. And coach always tried to drill that in my head, but I, I still really don't get it, which I don't, maybe that's just me. Yeah, I, I had a different vibe. I was like very proud of myself for getting through <laughs> uh, like her workouts and like the crappy, awful parts of track. It's not easy. <laughs> and I think discrediting the like stamina and like just like the like mental attitude you have to have to get through that is like, I think unfair. No, 100%. Because I mean, like her attrition rate for team is like high. Like we, a lot so of my, people quit. Do you know how people quit on my year? How many? So when I was recruited, we had, I believe we had 10 freshmen. My, like my mm-hmm. year. When I was a freshman, we had nine other freshmen or 10 other freshmen. And I was the only one that stayed there. One out of 10 or 11 that did not quit. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, I think that was it. Who came my year? It was Raina. Alec, Raina. And then the guy who always got... Oh, AJ. Yeah, AJ. Did anyone else it? quit? Did, did Brie come your year or no? Brie was my year, but she stayed. Uh, so like of that yeah. year, three so of the five like, of us quit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm I mean, not downplaying it, like the, 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 the difficulty of it. Like it is hard as shit, but it's like, I think it was because like in high school, I had already had like almost a college-esque experience training with oh, yeah. well, you the Scarvelses and Coach Bagel. Yeah, it was like five-hour days, six-hour days. Like we'd start practice at like one. We'd go oh. to like six and six or seven. And then we like, so we threw two to three hours of throwing, two to three hours. Like I was already, I was already doing that. So that's in my mind. I was like, you're already, in my mind, I'm like, you're already supposed to be doing this. Like this is, a, this is again, a prerequisite. Like mm. I don't see any reason to be, given accolades for this that's why yeah so my high school experience was very different i had wes and he was good but he did all his own training by himself because we showed up at practice we had a coach who didn't really know anything about throwing we'd be there just like kind of chucking stuff for like an hour hour and a half and then we'd leave there was no (laughs) lifting there was no i mean we ran a warm-up lap but there was no conditioning at all and then even at jc like We'd throw for like an hour and a half and we'd lift. 
lift <laughs> for like 45 minutes uh yeah no, so yeah. when i got to uci i was like oh fuck like what the think, shit is this i think that's most people's experience so i don't i'm not i don't think mine is the norm per se definitely I think most not people, it's like come to track and like nobody gets you, nick if, and stam if you it's ridiculous yeah, no. it, like honestly like i always say i owe them so much because they literally like i i would like coach pego wasn't my coach he was stam's coach and i and i would like always stay because he would so her coaches would come later so ramona would come later uh, who's pe- coach pego's wife and she's the she was a previous american record holder in the shot put and so i obviously i've always wanted to be like good and so i'd always stay later to train with put them and i remember it was i, I think it was the, like that family telling them like look like he's a really hard worker he'd be a great training partner stam needs a training partner like let him come train with train with us and they let me they literally like almost adopted me for like two years where i didn't have to pay anything i would come with them to all the meets i would go to all the additional meets all like the the camps and stuff they fed me they literally did like they like literally adopted me for like two years and like that was huge like literally huge 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 interesting but yeah um but i think i think the biggest pill to swallow which again like i always talk i talked about like the blame and like not having all these avenues and, and yada, yada, yada. But I think the biggest pill that was like a horse pill that I did not want to swallow was like, I was always told if you want something, you work hard and you, you'll probably get it. You just work hard, work hard, work as hard as you can. If you didn't get it, you didn't quite work hard enough and you'll get it. But like, I always like the, the biggest thing for me was like, I am the hardest worker I know bar none. Like, look, I, I, I hate to say it. Like it, sound, it might sound arrogant, but like if I were to show you my calendar, from like my sophomore, junior, senior year. If I were to like, well, mainly my sophomore, junior, my senior year was like more lax, but from like the bulk of my college career, I can almost guarantee you, you won't show, show me another calendar, which is as hectic or as in-depth. And like, look, I want to throw far. Like, I obviously know college is important. I want to get good grades and all that, yada, yada. But look, I'm here to throw far. So it's like, I'm almost, like, and you can ask my roommates. You can ask Matt. You can ask Michael. You can ask anybody who lived with me. Like, I am the hardest worker I know. And so for me to work as hard as I did and then, and then have that senior year of like, oh, well, you, and the thing is too, I was like, I had PR'd by like four meters or three meters, like my first meet, which in hammer, which is like huge. And like I had big practices and shot. And so to have all these good indicators work hard and, and start to see the fruits of your labors and then to get injured like that, I was like, that was the hugest thing where I was like, no, like it literally like caused something in my head where like this, this can't be real. This is, and I always say this is this is unfair. Like, I am the hardest worker. Not only I, I would, I would even say not even on this team. Like, I don't know anybody in athletics that work harder than me. I'm being real. Like, again, I worked hard as fuck. You ask my coach. Like, I worked hard as fuck, and it's like to do all of that and not have that like that 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 cared at the end was was like a, a it was cataclysmic in like my letdown because I was in high school. I'm gonna I'm gonna out myself, but like in high school. Me and my boys, <laughs> whenever we want to make fun of somebody who was like a hard worker, but they weren't good, we call them Rudy. Have you seen Rudy, the, the movie from no- the Notre Dame? Stop. We'd call him Rudy and we'd make fun of him. And, and, and literally like after I hurt myself and after my season was like, fuck, like I am Rudy. <laughs> and that was the, the bit, like, I'm not even kidding. That like crushed me because we used to clown kids for like working hard, like being first in the warm-up lap and they were like trash. And so I was like, fuck, like. I am Rudy. And I think that was the biggest, the biggest, like, 
like blow to the face where I was like, I did not want to work hard just to be fucking Rudy. I wanted to have trophies and medals and all these accolades and I have none of it. And I was like, that was the big, that was the biggest pill to swallow, like the Rudy pill, like not enough water could to splash it down. And so that was the biggest one where I was like, and, and that was the one that affected me in everything. Cause like I go to, I want to be a coach, right? I want to be a strength coach. I'm in the weight room and I'm thinking like everybody thinks I'm Rudy. That's the, that's the thing. I, I'm, I'm thinking everybody's looking at me and saying he's Rudy. And so that was like, that was the biggest crusher where I was like, I can't, I can't do this. This was, that was huge. <laughs> I don't even like want to <laughs> tell this story now. Um, do you want to laugh? So um, uh, I, my dad and I have always said that I'm Rudy in a totally different way than you said it so like I was never supposed to be in college track ever at all I'm five feet I'm five foot five uh like should never play college anything um and I always ended up somehow making it to the next meet like every time (laughs) so like in college I literally fell out of the ring on my ass out of the ring and the ref didn't see it, and I, I got second at, C- oh, at second at Mesa and got to go to CIF. <laughs> so that's how I got into my JC. And then in June of my last season at my JC, my coach called Torelli and was like, Allie? And like he took me, or she took me, and like somehow again got another meet. <laughs> and my dad was like, dude, you're Rudy. Like you're there. And like you're not supposed to be there. And I'm like, I'm Rudy. Like I'm I'm not supposed to be here right now. Dead ass. No reason I should be in this room. <laughs> and I still got to play. So oh the fact God. that like <laughs> the whole time you're telling that story, I'm like, but but like dead ass though, like my dad every time. Oh my god. That's like a thing. He's like, "Dude, you're Rudy." So that that hurts me. Uh Yeah, no. I mean, we I wasn't very nice. I mean, no, I was nice, but sometimes like but the thing is with the with the with the people we clown, it would be like this one dude, I don't know if I should say his name. I'm not going to say his name. But he would Let's like not he would not come to he would he would he was a thrower and he would come, but he like wouldn't work hard and like at at, at track practice. And when our coach asked him, like, why, like, why, and he was a big kid. He was like six, two, six, three. And our coach was asking like, what's going on? He was like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to play football at Michigan state and, or not Michigan state, uh, university of Michigan and Ann Arbor. And we were all and at practice. He'd be Rudy, like first one in the warm up line, like doing his stretches all aggressively. And so that's when we thought like, fucking like, you're not, you're not going to Michigan state. He was a big kid, but he just absolutely sucked at, fo- at football and he didn't go to Michigan state <laughs> or university of Michigan. And so, that's what we would always say, like, oh, that's Rudy. And that, that was the biggest thing. Like, I did not want to be Rudy. I wanted to work hard, but I also wanted to have, like, be good. Dangling, dangling medals and be good. Like, be, like, work hard for a reason. And I was like, man, like, I'm, I'm Rudy. I, I guess I'm Rudy. Like, I, I got I to gotta own it. Like, I got, at this point, I got to own it. And so. <laughs> that's, like funny. That. that's funny. That's <laughs> funny. Truly. Oh, like, the whole time snap. you're telling that story, I'm like, should I, should I say something? No, I shouldn't. <laughs> He's going to laugh at me. What, what do you so i guess to like we're, we're running up on an hour what guess for you did you ever have the point where you went to go talk to somebody or what, what would have made it easier to go talk to somebody so i don't know how to explain it when i get depressed when i get into that like just like garbage feeling i don't want to tell anyone about it 
I don't want to talk to anyone. Like it took me during quarantine, like two months of my mom saying like, call the therapist, call the therapist. You need a therapist to like actually make the call. Um, and I didn't even want to fucking do it. I was just really tired for saying something. Um, so like you really need people around you that are going to push you to get the help you need. Um, I think that's like probably the most important thing is like just a good like support system. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, like I didn't have therapy my senior year, but like I had E.B. Barb and Bree and like I I talked to coach about it and like I told Alexis what was going on and like I wasn't suffering in silence. Like I, I told people and like that was the help I reached out for, I guess. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know, just like having the right support system is really important, but it's hard. Cause like, I don't know how you like get one if you like yeah. are in a bad place, but like coming from a place where I'm in therapy now, Oh, therapy is the shit. <laughs> I fucking love therapy. It's the best. Literally. She calls me out on all my bullshit. We talk about stuff. Like I'm like, working on healthy coping mechanisms like it's it's dope highly recommend like i was i wasn't not in a good place and like she's really yeah. turning my shit around so yeah highly recommend therapy it's just hard to get there yeah i don't i don't know like if i'm talking to if i'm like sitting down with john from 2018 i honestly do not know what i would tell him to go and like actually go into milo's office but i mean i kind of did ask for help i, I mean I, talk, I did talk to alexis a few times i talked to my girlfriend a few times but like i don't think it was i think i needed like a legit like there I, I probably didn't need a legit therapist and so i honestly don't know i don't know what i would have told myself to go in because at the time i was like it was compounded right it was like all like um i've, I've done so much for this 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 school which or this program which to this day i'm, I'm not it has its flaws and stuff. You listen to my past episodes. It has its flaws. I've, I've said it, but like, I'm, I'm still very grateful to this program, especially my coaches there. Like coaches were great, but like I'm there. Right. And I'm expecting, I'm like, I do, I work so hard for this program and like, I, I'm getting minimal help in the sense of like mental, not, not even so much mental, but like physical, like I'm still in pain, like a lot. And for, I always, I kind of felt like I was kind of pushed to the side and I was like, damn, I, I never, like, I never ever asked for anything. I wouldn't even ask for socks. Would not even ask for socks. I would always be like, oh, my socks ripping. And Matt and Omar would be like, just go ask for more socks. I'm like, no, I don't. Like, I'm not going to ask for anything. I never, I never ask for anything. And for like, not, not to be like given something at the end, I was like, man, like that hurt. And so like, I don't know. And it, what it took for me to like ask for help was, I've mentioned him in this podcast before, is Dr. Kadondale. I was asking him for help getting into grad school. Like I didn't know anything about grad school. So I was talking to him. And this person we know, me and Allie know, was talking and saying how, this is a third party, before I had this meeting with this professor, how, oh, you want to go be a strength coach? Well, I can get you into X school. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to just go because you're putting a good word or something. Like, that's garbage. Like, I want to go because I am worthy of X, Y position, because I achieved that position or because I'm worthy of it, not just because you can get me in there. And I was, I had that attitude. And when I talked to my professor, he was like, look, like, I feel you. Like I was there, like getting into my PhD program. I didn't want any help. I wanted to be looked at just by my accolades. And he was like, but that's stupid. <laughs> like if, like if someone's going to offer you a job for like a million dollars a year, you're going to say no, because you want to get it on your own. Like 
if is is that optimal? Is that what we all want? Of course, but it's like that's stupid. Like don't don't do that. Like if if he can get you in, take it. He's like I, he's like I'm not saying rely on it, but I'm saying like keep keep your backups. But it's like if he can get you in, like take it. And I think that that was what took me because I know he's that kind of guy where it's like you don't get any handouts, you don't get any grades just because you worked hard, you don't get anything just because you want it. Like you have to earn it. And so for him to tell me like look, it's stupid not to take things that are right there in front of you. And so I think it might, if I would have had, and that was like a, I think that was like a year and some change after I heard my back. So if, I think if I would have heard something like that coming from someone like me, like someone who's like not for handouts, Spock. like Spock, like me, yeah, he is Spock. I probably, I might've been more inclined to talk to somebody. I think, I think that's interesting. I think. Yeah. I, that's so weird. I'm like, again, the total opposite. Uh, I, I took every, <laughs> little step ladder somebody handed me um i've always done that i've never felt uncomfortable like taking a position or taking something because like somebody helped me get there mm. um but yeah, like no, I think, yeah no, force I think of habit because like that's how i got everywhere so i think both my coaches knew I, I don't i didn't i didn't operate like that my high school coach like he did so much for me and he helped me but it was like he didn't like nudge nudge to get me and he like got me exposure like to go straight he like showed her my my lifting videos i think he showed her the video of i think i benched like 360 or 370 in high school he showed her that video and like got her to look at me but at the end of the day it was like look that's all i got to do like you have to talk to him you have to throw far you have to perform and i think that they both know like that's the only extent that i i i, I wanted was like just give me the opportunity to show what i can do because i don't like my dad, my dad was the type of dad, like, you got a participation trophy, like, I'm throwing it in the garbage. Like, that doesn't, that doesn't fly here. Or, like, even if I had a good performance, it was like, look, it wasn't good because X, Y, and Z. That, like, it might, it was okay, sure, maybe, but, like, it could have been miles better. So, I think they, both my coaches knew if they gave me something that I didn't feel I earned, like, we weren't, it, I wasn't going to, either I wasn't going to take it or I just, it wasn't going to fly. So, I think that's We why. have similar dads. <laughs> I distinctly remember in a water polo match that we were getting just crushed. I took a shot, it bounced off the post, and I was like, fuck me. And I heard my dad from the stands, why would you take that shot? <laughs> and I was like, are you fucking yep. kidding me? Yep. yep 100%. I was like, are you, excuse me? <laughs> I'm in the pool. The game yep. is, the, the shot clock is still going. Like, the loudest dads in the stands. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> always always yelling from the stands yep so i think i think that that's it's a good thing and it's a bad thing i think it's a good thing in the sense like you have to earn your shit but then it's a bad thing yeah. where it's like at my in my point where like i did all this work a hypercritical and i did all this work to this point in my senior year and then i don't get it and it's like but what like i did all this and this is yeah. my reward this busted ass back so i think it's a double-edged sword but it's Indeed. one i want to have this is an interesting conversation. Yeah, this was good. This was good. Do you wanna do you wanna throw an outro? If you mess this up, oh. we will not be a no edit <laughs> podcast. So Okay. Okay. Ooh. Thanks for tuning in to the BS in Life podcast. Shout out Patrick So Hacky for our dope intro music. If you leave a five star review on the Apple Podcast app, we will shout you out in a comment. We will shout you out on the podcast. Uh, comment, like, and subscribe, and we'll see you next week.